And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by the Armor of Plot. Need to get out of a sticky situation? Nothing gets you out of a bind like a well-timed plot device. This episode of As the Dice Roll contains mature language and descriptions of fantasy violence. Can you get in trouble with the ASPCA for attacking Minotaurs? Anyway, any resemblance to real persons, dead or alive, or other real-life entities, past or present, is purely coincidental, even if they really closely resemble people. We also call satire. Previously on The Horsefeather Saga. I'm here to entertain myself, and you're nothing more than a little pawn on my table of Bezos-ness. Bezos has the ability to travel through time and alter the fabric of time and reality. He realized, well, you know, instead of just going back in time and making these, you know, deliveries on time, why don't I just make things the way I want them to be? And he wants this fair to basically just be a place for everybody to come and worship Bezos. Did you ever read that Bezos book, the Bezos games? You see four figures walk inside. These four figures are minotaurs. Top of the order, Zerk. Zerk the Mohawk is a half-orc champion fighter. Finish him. He's been coming up in the backyard gladiatorial rings. Too much flourish. None of them have Zerk chairs. That's, I don't I don't buy that. Zerk's too famous. Howl the Terrible? Howl the Terrible. Okay. A gnome, he legitimately thinks that he's a black wagon. He's got his finger up his nose. This kid can handle himself. In his world, this is not unusual. He encounters strange and bizarre things every day. Gnome, if you get acid on me, we're gonna have words. Orion. Orion Wright Strider, uh, half-elf. Did you potentially steal him? One will never know. Come here, handsome. I'm gonna need that back, friend. Lud. Lud Groghorn. Dude, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I just feel this need to attack you. Mountain dwarf from a faraway land. That wasn't very flavorful, but okay. Little hungover, pretty disheveled. Mess with my emotions. I feel like we've been such good friends for so long, I don't know why all of a sudden I want to kill you. So that's basically how we're going to play this. I'm so sorry. Yeah, man, that was awesome. Okay. All right, so then that goes to our baby Howled. Oh, Howl's not doing too well. He's got six hit points left. Wait, did we clarify how old Howl is, by the way? Yeah, he's 105 years old. Okay, but he looks... Yeah, he's a kid. He looks like he's probably, like, in his his 60s, and he's just got big, bushy, like, black-gray hair. But Zerk is convinced he's a kid. Zerk is just... He's not... He's not real bright. He just... Pretty sure it's a kid. Yeah. Howell is, is actually getting quite concerned about this Minotaur that, that just ran him over, and so he's going to cast Hold... Well, he has to use a sorcery point to get back some of his spell slots, so I'm going to use a sorcery point, and I'm going to cast a Hold Person, which is a Wisdom 12 check. Okay. Apparently Minotaurs are supposed to be... They've got good wisdom. Okay. Well, I got an 8. All right. So it says, choose a humanoid when I uh, see within range. Target must have seized a wisdom 
saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration of the spell. So it's up to one minute. Okay. He's paralyzed. So for one minute, this, which one is it? The blue minotaur was about to like come down on you again with his stick. And then all of a sudden he just like is frozen. All right. Yeah. Right in front of you like that. So would you like to add any flavorful commentary for pulling this off? Yes. So he just kind of like in desperation as this minotaur is like coming down on the stick, he just says, hold minion. And he just like puts his hand out and the minotaur just like freezes in place. (laughs) Okay. I like that. So then that puts us back to the top of the order. I'm looking at Zerk. All right. Uh, I'm just going to swing on this dude with my great axe one more time and hope I uh, finally do him in. Okay. It's a 18 to hit. 18 hits. Eight damage. Eight damage. Yes. I am going to say finish him. Okay, so I'm just going to take my axe and like slice him on his like chest and just like slice a big Z in him to finish off. Like, so what, he's going to bleed out, basically? Yeah, like I'd leave like huge gaping slashes through him. Okay, all right. But in the shape of a Z. So then it's gushing out in the shape of a Z. Yes. Okay, and would you like to maybe like have a battle cry or anything like that as you've successfully done this? I just kick him over after and say, you should sit this one out, brother. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that one's good. All right, so red is now... Red is dead. Goodbye, red shirt. And so then that goes back to the Minotaurs, but red is dead. So then that goes to Blue, who is now frozen in front. Is he frozen or he's just paralyzed? He's paralyzed. He's paralyzed in fear of Howled the Tailable. Green is uh, going to somehow, some way, muscle through the loss of genitalia and the organs that have now started to become projectile vomit. He's going to try and get up again because he's still not dead. And he successfully gets up. Got it by the heart, man. <laughs> Respect. He is slowly but surely getting up. Shit. So on his next turn, he'll be able to take an action, but he's basically like really slowly getting up and just like just making like the worst noises possible as he's like th- vomiting all over himself. Like his, his like kidney is like hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. And like, yeah. So then yellow uh, has recently been stabbed in the back. He is pissed off, but he's able to now turn around and he's able to see Ryan. So he is going to try and swing down on him with his great axe and i'm gonna definitely say he's going uh he's going reckless on this so he's doing it with advantage does a 15 hit it does okay so let me get some great axe damage on you you take seven damage i am down to six you are down to six uh yeah so then he definitely does another one of those like montage anime like i just did something awesome and now i need to talk for like 20 minutes about it because i'm so awesome yeah uh and then that goes back to ryan you've just been uh minotaur axed pretty pretty nastily i mean he 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 got you all right i forgot to i forgot to take a irving turn last turn so i'm gonna start with irving uh does he still have a, a, a spear to throw or does he have to go to hand to hand 
he i'm gonna say that the spear is is in is sticking out of a dead red minotaur but he still has access to using his teeth i will also say that he could potentially you know try and grapple with the uh, minotaur that's there i think he is going to bite the minotaur he's going to bite the minotaur with his minute with his his bullywug teeth okay i'm gonna roll on that not his human teeth. That one got squished. Uh, and he crits. Nice. Nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, he fucking crit. Holy shit. Okay. So I'm rolling on that bite attack. And he does. Five damage to you were fighting yellow, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to say, like, he went low and took some bites out of, like, some calf muscles. And so, like, the Minotaur is kind of, like, really freaking out because he's got, like, this bullywog clamped to his legs with its with its bullywog teeth. Nice. <laughs> so, like, he's trying to, like, he's also, like, kicking his leg around and the, and the bullywog is, like, kind of, like, flying with his leg, like, all over. He just won't let go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then that goes to... I think it's still still me. Oh, it's still you? Okay. Oh, yeah, that was your bullywog's turn. That was disturbing. And so since there's there's now a creature next to him, um, I can still make uh, sneak attacks. Okay. And I am going to attack with my rapier. Okay. And that is a 14. <laughs> yes, that is. And he does three damage plus seven, so 10 damage. I am going to say that you may describe how you finish him and remember that you're that uh, Irving the Bullywog is currently clamped down on his leg with its teeth. So you got you got two characters in this scenario while you're doing a finishing blow. Well, Irving is just going to sit there and nosh on the um, on the leg. I think he's actually kind of enjoying it. He's like it's a really good cut of beef. Um, <laughs> and um, because he because the Minotaur is is kind of just panicking that this bullywog is eating his leg, he doesn't notice that Ryan just basically puts the tip of the rapier center in his chest, mm-hmm. and they they make eye contact, and Ryan just pushes. Just a very, a very slow, deliberate push in and finishes it. <laughs> okay, I like it. So now yellow has gone down. Once uh, yellow hits the ground or whatever, are, is is um, Irving still going to continue feasting? Yes, he he's he's distracted for the rest of the fight. I think. Okay, all right, <laughs> I'm cool with that. Okay, so then that takes us to Lud. You have. <laughs> <laughs> the green minotaur in front of you, you have made him a eunuch. You've hit him so hard in the belly that he's vomiting his organs, but he has a, he's been able to get back up and he is, he's leaned, leaning over, but he is standing his ground against you. I see. So he's standing back up. I'm not, I don't have a, uh, attack. No longer have there. advantage. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to reckless attack him. You're going to reckless attack him. Okay. So I so I do get advantage. Okay. There you go. Wait, the guy has got no genitalia. <laughs> He's choking on his organs, and you're gonna you're gonna recklessly attack this. Okree okay. right. He really wants to put him down. He's he's really yeah. trying, he's really going for it. Is this like a sympathy kill that you're trying for? 
Yes. Okay. I just want just I just want to end it. Uh, so I got a twenty. <laughs> twenty hits. All right, and the damage is eleven. Eleven. For flavor's sake. <laughs> All right. So getting getting into the anime spirit of this, I kind of like. As I'm like charging towards him recklessly, I'm slowly like dragging my hammer on the ground. It sparks a couple of times, and then I like do like what looks like a cross between a golf swing and like a dragon punch from Street Fighter, just like <laughs> smash into the bottom of his chin as I'm like jumping. <laughs> okay, do you want to make a, a sound or a, a battle cry as you do that? No, I mean I, like there, there's no sound as I, as I'm doing it, but after okay. I land. Like, uh, t- like, tell me what does he does he survive this? For the love of God, please tell me he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that he goes like flying up in the air, head first, and then comes flying down and lands on his back, and he just like looks completely fucking destroyed. Just like everywhere, it's just puddle of blood, and then one arm starts to go up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and he flips you the bird. <laughs> he is not dead. I, 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 point I, am, my, I point my hammer and say, stay down. <laughs> At that point, I will say, he finally gives out. His arm goes down and he dies. <laughs> <sighs> and I just sigh. I just like sigh of relief. So green is down. That leaves the blue minotaur that is... He needs to... Oh, he's currently paralyzed, isn't he? Well, he's paralyzed, but he's only paralyzed for a minute, so I don't know how long that. So, like D and D rules are like, what is it? Like every round is like ten seconds or whatever, like that. But each turn is, yeah. So it's been less than a minute. Okay, or right about. Yeah, we'll say he's he's about to come out of it, but he is still frozen. And and how old it is your turn? <laughs> All right. Well, how old will? pull out his daggers he, he has two daggers he dual wields so he will attack uh with his dragon quas <laughs> um and the first one is a 13 does that hit a 13 misses okay and then he's gonna roll he's gonna attack with the second one and he rolls a 17 does that one hit that will hit okay and then he will do Three damage. Three damage. I'm going to say that he starts to come out of that paralysis and like he felt that three damage and he looks down at you and he just starts like kind of giving you that look like, uh, 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 that doesn't work like that. Like now he's going to fuck you up. All right. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay. So then that goes back to top of the order. Uh, Zerk. I'm going to say there's one left. The other one, like, is kind of like on the ground, but he's kind of twitching. Like, he might still be able to come back. I assume because the blue one ran up to Howard that I could get behind him to attack. Definitely, you're done yeah. with the fight with the red one. You have yep. the ability to get behind this guy now. Okay, great axe attacking him from behind. Okay, and that's a twenty-two to hit. Twenty-two hits. Okay, that's ten damage. 10 damage. Okay, he is pretty fucked up. Alrighty. But not down. Not down yet. Okay. So then that goes to the blue one. 
he is going to attempt to do a he's going to attempt to gore howled <laughs> this isn't looking good so does a 14 hit it, 14 is is my armor class that so. it hits yep okay ties hit so i am going to roll the damage on that seven more damage howled is down Howled is gored on a minotaur horn. Oh, God. <laughs> He's silently cursing Ryan for, for stripping him of his dragon scales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his armor rating went down when that happened. He lost resistance. <laughs> so at this point now, the minotaur has Howled gored on one of his horns. <laughs> He's turning to face Zerk, who just attacked him from behind. He's pretty pissed off, but he's feeling pretty good now because he's got some howled blood dripping down his uh, his horn, and he's kind of like basking in it. He's kind of like he's actually going into a little bit of a rage that he's you know got this blood kind of like coming all over him. And then that takes us to oh, the rest of the Minotaurs are dead, so that goes to Ryan. I'm going to, because is he... Wait, wait, actually, before that happens, I'm going to say that Irving, the bully, starts shaking his head like something is happening. He's coming out of a cloud of confusion, like what the (laughs) fuck, and notices that he's standing right next to you, Ryan, and I am going to let you use your action first. You have two situations going on here. You've got a minotaur that just gored one of your your fellow party members. And your uh, Irving the Bullywog has just come out of his spell and is looking right at you. And and I know that he's come out of the spell. He is out of the spell. Okay. I am going to make a persuasion check on Irving. You're going to make a persuasion check on Irving. And I am going to say, Irving, buddy. Even if you get rid of me, you have to get through all of these people. Wouldn't it be mutually beneficial for you to join our party and help us out here? Okay, so then let's do a uh, persuasion check. All right. 16. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that in a... Let's see if I... I'm going to make my attempt at doing a bullywog voice. This makes good sense to me. I accept the terms of your persuasion spell. <laughs> I don't know. That's the best I can come up with. So, yeah, he agrees. Uh, he's not thrilled with it, but he's like, yeah, you fucking, like, all my other buddies fucking either bailed or are dead. He's not a dumb bullywog. No, he's, he's, he's a smart kid. Irving is yeah. a smart kid, so... Uh, Yeah, he uh, basically turns away from you, Ryan, and goes uh, to charge at the Minotaur. He's going to try and, you know, jump on him and bite him. So I'm going to let him roll for that. And I'm going to say he definitely missed. Oh, he was unable. Okay. He misses because he heard a dog barking and got distracted (laughs) and went flying (laughs) over the Minotaur and... But he safely landed on the other side, and he's in bullywog stance, ready to continue fighting. So Joe used your action to persuade. So then that takes us to the most violent, bloodthirsty monster we've we've come across so far, Lud. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, I'm I'm going after the Minotaur that's got howled on his horn. Okay. And I'm gonna attack him with my maul. Okay. Oh, an eight. An eight. I will say that not only do you miss, but you uh, take a chunk of uh, Howald's uh, butt cheek off. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, had had he had layers of filth, I would have let him <laughs> roll against that to determine how much of the filth absorbed that. But I'm going to say that while Howald is down, he just you know a little bit of his Howald butt just got fucking ripped off. Oh, poor Howald. Oh, Howald. <laughs> I think that now goes to how old you have to do a death saving throw. This is your uh, first. All right. What do I need to do? You have to roll a D20. Okay. It's a disadvantage because he only has one butt cheek. <laughs> <laughs> it's disadvantage caused by lopsidedness. Oh my God. That's so brilliant. I really am thinking that should be the case here. That'd be so awful. <laughs> <laughs> No, in this situation, you are not rolling with disadvantage, but you're going to roll a d20. Okay. Um, if you were to throw three in three turns in a row, if you were to get uh, what is it like ten or lower, it's a fail. It's a fail. If you get three fails, your character dies perma death. Okay. Like I rolled, this, I rolled a sixteen. Sixteen. That is a save. So I will say that. When your butt cheek got kind of fucking knocked off, it kind of like sparked some life back into you. <laughs> and so while you're while you're pierced on this horn, you look at uh, you look at Lud and you're like, "What the fuck, dude!" Like, <laughs> but then you immediately pass out again because you have no health. Right. Um. So yeah. So you do know that Lud just fucking clocked you. I still mouth sawy at him. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> But you did get a save, so that's good for you. Okay, so then that takes us back to top of the order. Okay, uh, I'm going to attack this dude again. Great axe. That's a crit. Nat 20. Nat 20. And so I rolled 2d12s plus... Oh, here we because- go. <laughs> here, comes, here comes cheat mode. <laughs> um, this is not cheat mode. Because I have great weapon... F- or no, sorry, not great weapon fighting. Where is... Savage attack. So when I have a critical hit, I roll one of the dice additional time to add extra damage. So this is three d12s. Dude! That is uh, 23 damage. Holy shit. (laughs) It's not enough. He's still... No, I'm kidding. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I will definitely say that you hit so hard that this is definitely a finishing blow. I will let you describe it. But I will also say that the green minotaur for a moment um, also feels it because of how much damage you did. And like <laughs> he kind of groans as well from death. But yeah, okay. go ahead. So describe describe how you're finishing this. And also realize how old is it's current. Still okay. on the horn. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm aware. So I'm going to bring my great axe in sweeping motion across and slice his head clean off. And as his head is kind of there, I uh, grab... Howled and pull him off of the horn. I'm going to need you to do an athletics check to pull that off. Otherwise, Howled is going fucking okay. flying. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a 21 athletics. 
You rolled a 21. I, just, I don't believe you. I think you're cheating. I rolled a 16. I have a plus five. All right. So how would <laughs> I would like you to describe exactly like in an athletic sport way, how do you catch Howold while this happens? Still off the spin yeah. from your great axe swing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Behind the I back. spin. And then as I come off, my right hand reaches back off the axe and just like grabs his little foot and like swoops him off and tuck him under my arm like a football. Nice. Okay. <laughs> and you're out of combat. <laughs> so. Then I spike out now. <laughs> no, I don't do that. <laughs> I stop. I'm about to, but you're about I stop to. myself. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> Um, okay, so you're out of combat. You got four dead minotaurs. Howold is out, but you guys need to, um, if you want, we can uh, just jump right to the, you want to resuscitate him kind of thing before we do stuff any type of- Stuff a cookie in his mouth. I stuff a cookie yeah. in Howold's mouth. Cookie, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, so um, yeah, Booby, Booby comes running out wherever she was hiding because she's not going to fight. Um, and is uh, basically stroking him, and yeah, cookie, good, good, good call on that one. Okay, we're down to five cookies. You're down to five cookies. <laughs> yep. I will say now that how old you are resuscitated back. You get to okay. roll a D cookie, whatever, to uh, a D eight. Yeah. All right. Let's see. I get eight. Yeah. Nice. You Yay. get eight health back. All right. So you're 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 doing okay. Yeah. You're you're all a little. I think you're a little bruised up from that. As like, as overall. I stand up, I, I I say, did did they bow to my presence? And kind of <laughs> kind of stumbles up. I will let the party uh converse on that question. Ryan just flat out looks at him and goes, "No, no, they." Didn't. <laughs> I go, "Sure, kid. Look at it. Look at them all down there." Irving has officially joined the party! Frog Servant Acquired. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode. If you are, let us hear from you. Go check out our Twitter and Instagram accounts. Our Twitter account is at As the Dice Roll RP, and our Instagram account is at As the Dice Roll. Now that we're a few episodes in, we're hoping to get some additional bonus content out to you here and there. So let us know what you'd like to see. And just a reminder, we have a voice message option. So hop onto the Anchor site or on the website at asthedicerollcast.com. Click the message link and say hello. We'd really like to hear from you. And I may even play your audio during these wonderful intermissions. So yeah, say hi. That's it for me for today. We're going to keep it short for this intermission so we can get you back to the adventures of the Horse Feather Saga Boys. Let's head back and see what's in store for them right after this quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community all dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. 
That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. Okay, so now will be the part that I want to start implementing is our going to be our loot system, which I am going to try and play this as a kind of like a like an MMO kind of thing. Like you killed it, you loot it, you see what you get. There'll be a random chance that something like special might drop. But what I am going to do first is I'm going to let each of you, since there were four of them, I'm going to let you each roll a D12 and that will determine potential loot. I rolled a four. You rolled a four. You loot, uh, we'll say this is the green minotaur. Or the, wait, no, you were fighting the red one. Yeah. Uh, so when you loot the red minotaur, you find a you find a heavy brown bag. Okay. This bag is made from thick animal hide. I'd say maybe like he shedded and, and he made a bag out of his shedded hair or something like that. Okay. Okay. So who's next to roll? I got a, an 11. You got an 11. <laughs> you somehow, someway find a large great axe off of this minotaur. So large that medium creatures can't properly use it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that's kind of like loot then, unless maybe like the barbarian wants to try and lift that shit. I'm happy with my, my hammer. Okay, give me some more rolls. I rolled a seven. So you roll a seven. You find some silver tipped shoes. Huh. These are like aristocratic shoes. They're very, very nice. They're they probably could be vended for some some Bezos cur- currency. <laughs> I see. Why the Minotaur had that on him, I don't know, but that's what you rolled. So he's been through a lot. I'm not going to question his wife. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> he's had a really rough go of things. And, and I'll say that it was a very uncomfortable uh, uh, looting session for you when you went. You know, to look through that unit, that uh, eunuch uh, minotaur that you. I closed my eyes and just kind of pawed through this, what was left of his pockets. <laughs> yeah, like you had to like move the organs out of the way. Okay, my last roll. All right, six. You find a Amazon brand hoof care kit. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Within is a pair of like knives and brushes and stuff like that. Okay, so that's uh, that's a that's a good find for you. <laughs> All right, and I am now going to roll my my random die to determine if any type of uh, special loot dropped, and we got a four, so you get special loot. So now let me go to my loot table that I have. One second. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll give you a subject. The Civil War it was neither civil nor war. <laughs> okay, I have it. I need somebody to roll a D100 and then divide by two. Okay. Yeah, I can do that real quick. Yep. Um, 50. 50. Okay. Let me scroll my way down. Hold on. The image is loading slowly. Very slowly. Still very slowly. Y2K slow. There we go. Okay, so I, because it just was so glorious, I'm going to say that while Lud was sorting through what was left of the green minotaur, he came across something a bit hard within, 
and that is the Armor of Plot, a wondrous legendary item that I'm now going to read. Description, and I found this on the internet, so whoever created this, I'm giving them full credit. Description, fall off a cliff, submerge in lava, find yourself between a mama owl bear and her cub. Nothing to worry about since you're protected by the Armor of Plot. When your player death is about to happen, the Armor of Plot activates to reshape the events that just happened so the player did not die, most often by means of gifting the player a magical item. For instance, if they're about to fall to their death, they might suddenly have the Pants of Parachute or a Wand of Featherfall in their possession so they float safely to the ground. But how the player obtained what they needed is determined by fate. When the armor of plot is activated, the game master rolls a d20 to determine how much hindrance this item causes. Let's say a player needed a flask in their front pocket to stop an arrow from piercing their heart. A natural 20 is the best outcome as they may have received the flask as a thank you for being a town protector. But a natural 1, they stole the flask from a demon overlord and there's now a bounty so high that every assassin in the kingdom wants them dead. The GM rolls this number out of sight, one use per player. <laughs> Excellent. I put that shit on. You put that shit on? Yes. Okay. So you now are currently wearing the armor of plots. As long as it's not a heavy armor. It is not a heavy armor. We'll say right, that it, we um, it's it's paper thin. Yeah. Paper so my my armor class is unaffected. Yeah, you're not. I, I, won't, I won't cause an effect on that. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, okay, so that is the, the reward you have received for defeating these uh, Minotaur. And also, you see that the uh, invitations that they had, the four Minotaurs, they suddenly, like, basically just burn up into, like, ashes and disappear. And you see on your invitations that you guys are now, like, four of... How many are we? How many have you killed now? Did you kill the giant? You didn't kill the giant, right? No, no, no. So four of ninety-six. You're at four of ninety-six. That is correct. Okay. All right. So we just, uh, you guys just went to war with some Power Ranger anime minotaurs, and you were successful. Lud was pretty fucking vicious in that battle. He might need to consult therapy on that one. <laughs> Give me a few drinks and uh, have it all behind me. Uh, Howled uh, went down on a minotaur horn, but was successfully caught by Zerk. Uh, That was some MVP moves there. Yeah, I I nodded Zerk. Hell of a grab. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Autographs five copper. Uh, (laughs) So you're still in front of the dragon's cage. The dragon's still there. And then all of a sudden, one of the... uh, Bezos statues comes back to life and he is just laughing his ass off statue laughing just just so fucking amused by this and you see the black dragon inside the cage looks really fucking depressed just fucking like wants to kill itself depressed and Bezos goes thanks man thanks thank you that's four less for me to worry about and then he goes back into his statue form so the dragon kind of looks at you guys he is he's he feels like shit. He feels really bad. He uh, basically then admits to you guys that he kind of lied to you. It's not every man for himself. It's everybody against Bezos. 100 have been chosen. It's more of like a Mortal Kombat kind of thing. And he's kind of like a Shao Sung or whatever his name is. So you're all in this tournament. and um, But yeah, Bezos is going to basically do everything in his power to pick you all off. So you can't actually get to him 
So he says that all in like draconic or something like that, like real sob story. So you told us to it was there could be only it, this was like the highlighter. There could be only one. That is you correct. Wanted us, you wanted us all to why? Like if you wanted us to take down Bezos, then why did you tell us all to take each other out? So the dragon basically tells you, like, he's Bezos's bitch. He's in he's in a Bezos cage. Like, he is fully under the control. Bezos basically used his wealth and power to, like, own the rights to black dragons. And so, like, he gets to decide what the black dragon does. And so he used the black dragon to trick you. I see. And how are you telling us this now? Because he, he feels a, a sense of guilt over what happened. Uh, Howold looks over at this dragon, and Howold is still not feeling well. He's only got eight HP. He's, he he looks at this dragon. And says, is there anything else you would like to tell us? <laughs> uh, the black dragon really does not have any other information to 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 disclose for you in terms of the uh, the plot itself. But for uh, flavor purposes, I'm sure he could probably come up with a few things. Um, but. Um, yeah, so he's kind of like, you know, really feeling bad, really depressed, and you you now know that Bezos's ego is just it's just astronomical. Like I, it may compare to his actual wealth. He was just like so cocky that he was able to just, you know, say to you like, "Yeah, here's here's the plot. Here's what you're here to do, and I don't give a fuck cuz I'm Bezos." And yeah, that's Bezos. Bezos out. Uh, and he, he drops a, an imaginary mic. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are, are a bit beat up, but you now understand a little bit more as to how and why you've been summoned here, what kind of the objective is, the, the grand objective per se. And now basically you've got this Bezos Hunger Games environment that you're in. You can uh, go and explore in your sandbox. Are there any more Bezos statues in in the in our building room in the building in the, in the dragon like uh, uh place yeah the dragon kids room there are bezos statues just everywhere how many how many are in the room how many um i would say that there are eight huge sculptures um, there's probably some like gargoyle sculptures up in like the the rafter area just really over the top gaudy like he's really trying to like make a statement let's see I've got a couple of things I'd like to do. Okay. First of all, I'd like a a a, a booby cookie. A booby cookie. <laughs> okay, so you get a booby cookie. So that's a one d eight, yeah. Yeah. We can also do. We want to just call a short rest. That's like an hour long, so we can just kind of get our wits and heal that way. And that way, we can keep cookies for like, in a fight. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Maybe maybe instead of cookies, booby puts together like a whole meal for you guys to kind of just enjoy. Okay. Ooh, uh, good. okay. Yeah. So we'll say some some uh, like some matzo ball soup. There'll be some corned beef sandwiches for you guys. Some cream soda, root beer. How's that sound? Make it an ale, and you're we're good. Good. Sounds sounds good. Perfect. Do we, so. Where are we? All back at full. <laughs> I am going to say yes after eating this glorious meal. You are back to full health. Spell slots restored. Oh, spell slots are restored. That's good. I'm, I'm giving you spell slots back at this point. Yeah, it's it's our it's our session zero. I'm I'm kind of letting us get used to what our characters can do. So so now you've kind of gotten an idea. The dragon is kind of still sitting there in the corner. He'll answer what questions he can, or you know, 
If you want to know more about the world, you can obviously come talk to him because he's chosen Howold as his, you know, champion. You know that that means that you also have someone who has chosen the rest of you to be their champion. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do, I'd like to kind of search around and see if I can figure out who's chosen me. Same. Okay, so this is the, the, the plot you would like to take with the story now is get a little more background on why you've been chosen. Yeah, and I mean, while we're walking around looking, if we see any fun, entertaining games or shops of interest or anything, might take a peek. I will say that as you were coming to this very first building, you saw a giant Ferris wheel, and it looked like in every one of the Ferris wheel, what would instead of like a just a two seater, these are fucking gigantic, like mobile home size like buildings that are going around this Ferris wheel. You could fit like 10, 20 people inside of it, and you see that there are lots of lights coming off of it. And it, it basically says that that is the, the Bezos Casino. Oh, I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Howard is, is looking up at all this and the shiny lights are, are really just like bedazzling him. And even though he's trying to look mean and ferocious, every single time he looks up, he's just like awestruck and he's just like, got his hands on his face and he wants candy. He wants to play games. He's so excited to, to, to be a part of this fair. Okay. <laughs> So the next the, the next spot that you guys are thinking you'd like to go to is the casino. That, I, like I, I almost say I have I am compelled to go to casino. It is kind of one of the, it is his weakness. Okay. Um. I are all right. You know what? I'm gonna make you guys do a roll off then. All right. I'm all okay. I'm gonna make you guys all roll. Just a just a natural twenty. Whoever gets the highest can decide where the party gets to go next. Uh, I got a one. I got a five, seven. I, I got a nineteen. Persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how Howold is 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 still just in awe of, of all the shiny lights and and he he hears Ryan you know kind of mention that he wants to go to this casino and and casino means cash and cash means loot and and he wants to build up his hoard so he's he's all for it so he's like lead the way Ryan. And, He's, he's ready to, to go to this casino as well. And I'm still a little intimidated of Harold from before, so I'm... Okay, yeah, so we'll say that uh, he's still kind of running the intimidation game on some of you. So, all right, so then you're going to depart out of the dragon building. Uh, if you guys want to make any last comments to this dragon, you can. You're welcome to come back at any time. Um, but otherwise, uh, start saying that you start to make your way out. Uh, back out into the open area. When you come outside, I'm going to say that... It is now nighttime. What time? What, what time of day do we get there? Like, where are we on the pier? Um, I, I, daytime. <laughs> <laughs> Just day. Not, notice anything about position of the sun? This is straight up like uh, always sunny in Philadelphia. Like, there's day man and then there's night man. <laughs> I see. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so. It's nighttime outside. As soon as you step outside, some really, really aristocratic looking people come walking by, but I need you all to give me uh, a perception check. Okay. Six. Seven. Three. Oh, fuck. <laughs> where's, where's perception? It's on the character sheet uh, in like your list of skills, like acrobatics, animal handling, arcana. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In the middle, they're, by alph- they're alphabetical. 19. 
19. Oh, okay. So as soon as you guys come out of this, uh, this building and you see this large group of these like really aristocratic looking people walking by, Ryan basically stops you all for a moment and is like kind of like on high alert all of a sudden as he kind of realizes they're all undead. They're walking by you right now, but like, even though it's nighttime, there's no shadow being cast. There's no sense of these things being alive, but they're walking right by you and they're all giving you these looks of disgust. You're heavily outnumbered, by the way. This is this is a posse of like, this is like, how to describe it? This would be like the Kanye West of posses. Like there are security guard vampires. There's paparazzi taking camera pictures. There are PR reps. There's some some vampires in the front that are clearly like the main attraction of this group. But like, this is a big, big group of vampires. Are they like walking at us? They are walking past you, but they are also heading in the direction of the casino Ferris wheel. Okay. I just shrug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How just kind of stands and, and watches them go by. This undead vampire posse. It's there. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with them. You're fine with them. They haven't. They haven't. They haven't done anything to me. Okay. They haven't. They haven't taken my funnel cake. If they took the last funnel cake, then we'd have. Words. <laughs> um, okay. words would be add. <laughs> so I will then say, as you are, you going to just then? Are you, do you still want to go to the casino, follow behind the vampires? Yep. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm going to scoop Harold and put him up on my shoulders. You're gonna scoop <laughs> a scoop has occurred. Howell is amused by this. Next time on the Horse Feather Saga. Ryan looks like he's having like major anxiety every time they stop at a vendor because he's like, I want to gamble. Um, I will say that you guys get to the giant Ferris wheel. There's a bit of a line. There's there's like 20 cars. 19 of the cars are already full, and the vampires are filling the last one. Feel my awesome presence! Casino staff have now noticed that you've won two games in a row, and they are a little concerned about that. You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geek mediacom If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. 